0: Hey, All right, um, hey world,
1: (laughs) uh, we're in a, we're in a bit of a new environment tonight. Tonight's been a little, uh, crazy and, uh, we've been gone forever, so.
0: Thanks. This is a new one, we're just chilling on the, chilling on my couch. So, uh, usually (laughs) we're either one of, in DSR, Duquesne Studio Radio, or you know, one of our houses or usually yeah. our dorms. But usually I'm sitting, like, over there somewhere where my computer is. Um, Things happen, I got a call from Jimmy as I was coming back from uh, finish up a few things at the TV station.
1: Yeah. Everything's uh, on fire. The original plan was, like, okay, we're gonna record, like, on Zoom, because, like, we were a little later than normal, and, like, we had the time, even though like, finals are right around the corner, so that's gonna fucking suck, but, um, Uh, so we were getting ready literally like five minutes we were getting ready to like start film do whatever get it uploaded uh my building caught on fire
0: um yeah yeah. as i was walking back to like
1: here i get that call i'm like oh and like it's probably been the coldest time of year in pittsburgh so it's like 20 degrees outside Yeah, for reference people um, this is according to the Weather Channel itself. The Weather Channel.
0: Uh, it is 827 as of right now. Yeah. Yes, just come on. It is 23 degrees. And even better yet,
1: it feels like 13 degrees. Oh my God, man. We love yeah. life. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, to go we'll back to why, For a couple reasons. One of which, uh, this, I feel like this has to be the starting part because Okay. So tonight uh November 28th uh 8:28 p.m. um we got a piece of news from the Chicago Blackhawks mm-hmm. that uh a certain Corey Perry has had his contract terminated yes due to uh, conduct, conduct detrimental to the conduct team. Let me go see the like full statement that the Blackhawks released. Yeah, as they said, according to CBS, they called
0: it unacceptable conduct. Um
1: it had to it, we can't say allegedly, okay. but well what it is. It's was, allegedly. Um I don't I don't know if we should say it yet, because like we don't we don't know like it's allegedly. It's not what happened. We but, can not say
0: allegedly. It's just it's a rumor. All it is is a rumor, folks. So
1: it had to do with a – what's it, a road trip? It was like a road trip of games, right? There is – so they did – like teams do like a mom's trip and a dad's trip. Right. No, they did that. Yeah, they do it because like when you're playing in the NHL, like you're playing like nine months of the year. So you really really only see your family like Christmas slash New Year time, maybe sometimes in the summer if you have a long playoff run, then, you know, longer, it's pretty long season. So they do that. So they like stay in touch with family, like you can see family. Um, we are looking a little, it has a bad look. Um, I I don't know, like, so (laughs) there was a rumor that all right, I'm gonna like put it lightly because like I don't wanna I don't wanna put out like false information or anything like that. No, like,
0: like I said, at the end of the day, we're like none of this is like facts. This is all so, this rumors swirling around on the internet like a fine one.
1: Yes. So I will explain it like this. If you guys want to know the full details of the rumors, you can go on Twitter or X or whatever the hell they're calling it. Um, basically, it had to do with a. Locker room issue and an issue that happened on the mom's trip. Allegedly, and that's what rumors are going around. Um, Yes. The Blackhawks released the following statement on Corey Perry's contract termination. After an internal investigation, the Chicago Blackhawks have determined that Corey Perry has engaged in conduct that is unacceptable and in a violation of the terms of his standard player contract. And the Blackhawks internal policies intended to promote professional and safe work environments. As such, Corey Perry has been placed on unconditional waivers. In the event Mr. Perry claims or clears waivers, we intend to terminate his contract effective immediately.
0: Yes. Um, so Corey Perry is no longer on the Blackhawks, like confirmed.
1: He will be, his contract will be terminated tomorrow if he clears waivers. I have a pretty good feeling he's going to clear waivers because his well one his contracts like he has a four million dollar signing bonus that a team oh, is has to take really? on and yeah, yeah, yeah he's nearing the end of his career yeah, like well though right yeah but if you so if you have this like potential like say the rumors are true like i it's not looking good um i don't know if a team wants to take that on like because my explanation like for this like just to see where like. I I hate defending the Blackhawks organization because, like, they are a very shitty organization and they're a goddamn mess and they would never lie about a situation like this. Um, Locker rooms are some of the most, like, disgusting places on the planet, especially, like, sports like hockey and football. Like, if you guys ever played them before, like, especially guys – like you know what you're getting into so oh yeah even like with this rumor lingering around it's like you can't have that in locker room because you you, can't come back you know guys are gonna be saying stuff to bedard about this like you know they are um it's one of those things like you gotta nip it in the bud quick and you gotta like try your best to move on like it's one of the like i don't know how they're gonna do it but It's gonna, it's gotta be in the room, whether it's true or not. Like you know it's in the room. Was the mobs trip was is is it always for like is it for road trips? It's normally during road trips, they do it like it's only like a two to three game span. It's like a week. Do you think it happened during the Blue Jackets game?
0: Because he then was he went on personal leave from what they called it on the 25th which was the day after the Leafs game. So that was Saturday he went on leave? They had two away games. It was the 18th, so the day before my birthday, actually, against the Preds. And then on that Wednesday, they played the Blue Jackets in Columbus. So after that, they haven't played a home
1: game. They've played home games. And they really haven't played many away games. Something, team, so. yeah, it's like something had to, like, had to have happened on that weekend. Like because there was something that went that's when it was right. It was around that yeah. time, right? Because yeah. the only time it could have been was
0: like they had a two game, they had a two game away trip against the Lightning and the Panthers. So it could have been in Florida, but at that point,
1: it was if on. It a happened weekend,
0: then, so it was probably it would either be the Panthers game or the. Predators game, and I would have to believe the Predators, given that it was a recent, yeah, situation. If it was the Panthers game, then that even looks worse. If that is the case, because that yeah. means it's lingered in the locker room for two weeks.
1: Yeah, it's been about like a week and a half. Two. Even weeks. if it was the Predators yeah. game,
0: that's still a week. A, around cool. a week, yeah. So it's like, ooh, Oof. and like I said. This isn't true yet. Like, that you know, we know, it's of, all like a it's rum- a rumor. Yeah. So, all I could say for you, um, keep an eye on it. Yeah. Like, and if this gets out in time, which it probably won't, uh, bet on Connor Bernard's score tonight. <laughs> god,
1: you already placed a wager that you're going to score. tonight.
0: Oh my god! Like I would too. I would too after that because yeah, like, I mean, there's certain times where it's like you just know. Like like you watched Steve Dangle, right? Yeah. I Do you remember agree. the there was one video he dropped? It was after it was the Kings game. I think it was like one or two years back. And
1: well, oh uh, was it Trevor Moore scoring on the lease? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh Like, well we'll segue, we'll segue into a good segue because um hmm. I went to the uh Toronto versus Pittsburgh game in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, I, I, remember- I texted you that day. I remember um, leaning over to my girlfriend, and I'm like, you see number 55 on the ice? And she goes, yeah, his name's really like hard to pronounce. I'm like, yeah, Nolachari. He played for the Leafs last year. And she goes, yeah, what about it? I'm like, he's scoring a goal tonight. And she goes, what do you mean? No. And she goes, what do you mean? And I'm like, for relief, he's scoring a goal tonight. He scored a goal, the game-winning goal. On Joseph uh, Voll, like there's like a maybe like half an inch on his shoulder. Yeah, he scored the game winning goal. It's like his second goal of the season or something like that. And yeah, yeah of course. It's this man. Oh, yeah. It's this man. Oh, my yeah. God. It's the second goal of the season, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, second goal of the season. I it's knew the it. It's third point of the season. Yeah, I knew it. Like, I, it's literally if the Leafs are playing against like anyone they trade for, like, I think, like, I'm not a big sports betting guy, but I remember when the Leafs played against Nashville in, like, one of the first games of the season, I put down that uh, Ryan O'Reilly would get a point and that Ryan O'Reilly would score a goal. Did both hit? Both hit. Say how both, hit. Like, uh, both hit um it's one of those things like if if there's a former leaf like a recent leaf playing against toronto like you just expect bet on that on it to happen. it's free money it's literally free money they it's do free, it all the time it's literally free real estate it, yeah it's free real estate it's free real <laughs> estate um that game like that would go uh yeah i feel it, bad for
0: you i didn't text you after the game and i was like I, I would i'm not doing this i'm not gonna play this game i know
1: dude, it's gotta be bad it was even more brutal because like on the way out on the way people were like go back to fucking canada fuck canada fuck you get the fuck out of here sorry for the amount of swears but like oh is no. that happening like there was a there was a situation like that um we saw on the way out where like a little kid was getting cussed at, like it was a little Lee's fan getting cussed at. And nah. I'm like, guys, come on, man. Like that's it's like at the end of the day, it's hockey. Like hockey. I
0: could say this because um you know what I remember? I we remember the last
1: Steelers game we went to. Oh, uh, was it um It was Packers? Who they play? It was yeah, it was Packers. The environment there. Yeah, leaving was so toxic. Dude, it's it's like the funniest thing because like I I always hear like people, and it's like not to like I'm not not trying to bash. I'm not trying to bash like Pittsburgh fans, but you guys like can't like, and I'm guilty of it too. Like, it's one of those things. Like, I've followed Pittsburgh teams for like a long time. Like, I follow Pittsburgh and Philly teams. Like, I hear, like, Pittsburgh fans, like, saying how the- glassless Philly fans are, but when oh. the shoe is on the other foot, like, they're pretty bad, too. They can be pretty bad, too. And, like... They're not as bad as New York or Philly fans, but, like... They're not immune to it. Like, it. like, I hear the, like, them acting like they're immune to it, and I'm like, nah, like... A- of course, it's not everyone, and it's never everyone. Like, like the Philly fans. Like, it's not everyone. No, the, the Pittsburgh worst, fans. It's not everyone. The, race, the worst fans. I was trying to
0: remember who it was. It was St. Louis. It's to me like some of the worst fans of my In my like mind, St. Louis. Yes. Yeah. You know why? Lottery stuff for two years. Oh ago. my god! Yes. Oh, it happens. When they, they got anything? Death threats. Like yeah. I think it was, or was it? The it, it was when it was the Canes. Someone sent like a bomb threat to a player. Oh, who was that? I forget if it was either it was either the Canes
1: when Rodko Gudas got threatened, or it was the, or it was no, God. it was um it was Goudas. Yeah, it was Goodis Good 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 when he was on the Panthers, yeah. yeah Panthers and Canes and the that's
0: brutal, though. I would be I would be depressed if I was a Kings fan. <laughs> but,
1: oh, yeah. If you're a canes fan, right? Yeah, you guys have so much to be depressed for. To
0: be fair, that that series was like the most. Imagine losing in that. Bro, like, Bobrovsky, like, had, like, plus 13 goals expected
1: against or something like that. It, like, broke a record or something like crazy. Do you remember who the Panthers played in the series prior to that? Uh, They just stomped you, though. Yeah, winning your first playoff series in 19 years and then getting the piss beaten out of you. Oh, yeah, but the Canes one was more devastating. Ooh.
0: I think they lost by like a goal expectancy, like a goal difference of like three or something like that.
1: Or yeah, more. yeah, it was something depressing yeah. like that. The the Panthers won every series like that. That was insane. They won every series like that. The goal differential was like they were like getting five more goals saved above expected in every single series. Yeah, but uh,
0: also shout out to the, the game because, well. um, while I'm going on, I have the game muted. I have uh, because I have Canes Flyers running right now, is one Flyers? Here. Yeah, and Also, and to
1: Jimmy, uh, it's you guys tied it up. Yeah, it's one to one. Uh, how are the uh, penguins No, yeah. Penguins are. Was it? They I gave him another goal. Did the Pens give up another goal? Yep. So it's 2-0 Preds. Some guy named Michael McCarran. Who the hell is that?
0: He has both goals. What? He has one goal this season.
1: Michael McCarran. He's twenty eight years old. It's like uh, the Predators guys. Like I don't, I have like. No idea who like a lot of them are like routinely. Like it's a really weird thing. Yeah. Like the coyotes sign like old names. The Preds just have like they said like random dudes. It's, like, it's,
0: like I'm just curious because I'm pulling up right now. I want to just read some of the names. Michael McCarran. Don't know Luke, who that is. Is it even, Luke Connen? Evangelista. Oh Evangelista.
1: I know, evangelista. I know who that is. Evangelista. Uh That's from my NHL 23 days. Know who that is. Kiefer Sherwood. Don't
0: know who that is. Uh, know Gustav Nyquist. Know that. We were, Philip Forsberg. Cole know that. Covins, know that. Cole Smith. Know that one. I've never heard that name. Philip Tomasino. Kind of. Tomasino or something yeah. like that. Um, Luke Shen's there. That's
1: funny. Yeah. Dante Fabro's there. Yeah. Luke Shen and Ryan
0: O'Reilly went there. They got some interesting names there. But this, they, they still have Jeremy Lisson. Yeah, but also, uh, to go to your point of, of that game, uh, Leafs have been having not a bad season, but,
1: like... Uh, they have five regulation wins in the last 19, so it's not going great. Um, So... Am I surprised they dropped the game to the Penguins? No, I'm not, because, like, the Penguins have Kyle Dubas and they have former Leafs. Um, would I have liked to see the Leafs try to battle out a little more to get it to overtime? Yeah. Like, I know the narrative right now is um, Mitch is not having a good year, and, like, he's not doing as good as, like, his standard is right now. Um it's like, I hate to start banging on this And drum. then he also got hurt. Yeah. Just to make matter. He got hurt tonight, right? Yeah, but he went back in the game because hockey that players were second half. Jaw. Yeah, he has a full face cage now, which, like, he should have had to begin with. But hockey, you hockey, know. You guys are crazy. Hockey is so fucking Bro, stupid. Bro, he's going out there with a broken jaw. Yeah. Hockey play- Hockey players are so fu- Like. The yeah, leads I and say. players are dumb. Like, it's so ridiculous. It. like It's so ridiculous. And I'll talk like, about, like, it's a little dated now, but, like, I still want to talk about it a little bit. Like, we'll get into uh, what happened, like, last month. Like, I've only like, ever heard of, like, it.
0: two injuries. That, But, like, I've seen players play through two injuries. That I'm like, Ow. you're insane. Bryce Harper played with, like an, like, an arm that was literally, like, if he ever threw with it, he would, like, basically throw his arm out. Yeah. Like, and he still played the whole season. I can't see him throw. Yeah. But, like he still hit a whole season yep. and then got surgery right after and then came back in like eight months or something yep. ridiculous for Tommy John, just not supposed to happen. And then like, I'm not counting Roger because that I bl- I don't believe he tore his Achilles. No, way well, you come back in three months. And I don't see him coming back, but if he comes back, he did not tear his Achilles. I'm telling you right now, I would or call that a theory, theory. If he comes back in three months,
1: he didn't tear his Achilles or he's shooting up. Steroids. I don't even think steroids would let you do that. Have you ever seen the WWE injuries guys come back, body full of LSD and so dolphins?
0: It's Blood. like yeah. I
1: always, I always like compare the injuries of this. Like if someone comes back like really, really quickly, like I pro wrestling is fake as it is. Like the injuries are real. Like a lot of the guy is like fully transparent. Like if you know it, it's like you know what to look for, um. A lot of the guys, like it's not as prevalent now as it was back in the day, but like a lot of them use steroids. And the thing with steroids is, a lot of the times they heal injuries a lot quicker, especially if it's like a muscle tear or something like that. So an injury that you like, oh yeah, it could be out like nine to twelve months. You could be back in like four. That's crazy. So I'm like, did Aaron Rodgers' doctor give him the good old give him the good old anabolics? I don't know. That'd be funny. We don't know, but the, the reason that, yeah. but no the,
0: the other one I was gonna say was um Bradley Chubb played literally finished a game with a torn ACL. Yeah back when he was in Denver. Yeah. And I'm like, how is that actually how do you not know you tore your ACL?
1: But um it's like I finished a game with um I finished a game with a broken collarbone and a dislocated shoulder. Yeah. Folks, there's a reason
0: why I do my work here. <laughs> I paid okay for it now? Yeah. And not on the ice or the field or the diamond. I can't. I my days of ever hitting a professional league, they went a
1: while ago. I mean, I'm aware of that. I that's was pretty, pretty far, that. I was pretty far away from the pros, but like it's still like one of those things where like that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and it's like it hockey is like super weird yeah. because like there's it wasn't like as bad as like some stuff i've seen but like sometimes you're like pressured to like keep playing especially like when you're on like a top like two lines thing and you're like an important player on the team it happens in the nhl too where it's like you know if you're an important enough guy they'll make sure you're able to stick it out and like if you're like in third or fourth line and like you're bordering on the minors you're not going to sit out because then your spot's going to be gone Oh yeah you're there so many guys behind you that are going to take that spot No, I and I guess kind of transitioning that back to the lease. I kind
0: of wanted to ask. I mean, obviously, like, the big thing is that, like, I feel like your top talent's been doing pretty good for the most part.
1: Matthews and Nylander have been good. However, like, I want to touch on the Nylander thing a little bit. Um, Go on. So, like, going to the game, like, people, like, going to the game you can watch players, like, a little bit more intensely than you do on TV um I'm not saying Nylander's been playing bad this year because he's been very far from bad like he's been one of the Leafs best player if not their best player this year my main issue with him in the game in Pittsburgh was at the end of the game when the puck wasn't coming to him he just kind of threw his arms up and was like I'm done this game's over I don't feel like trying anymore and like do you just like stay there? Like, did he just like stand in his spot? Like he took him? his sweet time getting out of the zone when the Leafs needed to break it back in with fifteen seconds left. And when the puck didn't come to him, he stayed in the neutral zone and didn't even try to go on the attack. So like I've talked about it a little bit before. Like uh, Nealander hasn't been bad. Like I'm still like, I'm, hasn't been bad. I want to emphasize this has not been bad. But it's one of those things where it's like, it's been an issue where if he's not driving the play, and if he doesn't have the puck on his stick, it's, it's a bad habit. It's been happening a lot. I hate to say this because it happened right before
0: Babcock got fired. Yeah. Do you think this team seems disinterested? So like Going through the motions because it happened right before he got fired.
1: I don't know if it's disinterest. I think it's a lot of tactics. So, Sheldon Keith, he likes to bring the blender out on lines, but it comes to a point where, like, if you bring the blender out as much as he has, a lot of the players, and there's a lot of new guys this year that, like, they can't build up chemistry together. Yeah, because I was about to say, especially in the biggest case of it, there's been
0: just kind of, I think, underachieving, especially because of, I think, the biggest ones is the two guys, you guys, the two big two guys you actually brought in. Yeah. Which was Max Domi and Tyler Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi's been a little better, but he's at the start fine. of the year, he's, he's having been... A rough yeah. start. And then Max Domi, yeah. and I just looked at this now, still hasn't scored a goal. No. he scored a shootout. He had 11, 11, had 11 points, but Ball at the same assist. time, it's like... With a guy like him, you want him getting on the scoring sheet. They're playing him in the wrong
1: role, in my opinion. Are they playing him like the third or fourth They're line? They're playing him in the third line, but like they have David Camp centering the line. I'm like, David Camp's a shutout guy. He's not an offensive guy. So I'm like, if you want to get the guy points, like I've been trying to like get him up in the top six. Why could he not you not be playing can? with like like Nylander, Tavares, or like. How I would I do it is so I would put Domi at center between Tavares and Nylander. Yeah, that's what – Try
0: this. it out. I think that's the one thing that's been – that does bug me with when I do watch your team. When I see yeah. – when I see clips on the timeline or I watch highlights, it always seems like every week or every game, every pairing is different. Outside it's, of, like, the main four. Yeah. Like, the main four, like, Nylander Tavares play together – and Matthews and Marner usually play together. The core four. The and core four usually play, like, together in two pairings, yeah. too. But everyone else seems like, on just night-by-night
1: basis, plays in, like, just completely yeah. different settings. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, there's so much, there's so much, like, jumbling going on them. Like, at a certain point, you got to know what you have. Like, I get moving around guys that try to spark them offensively, but, like, if they don't have it, like, there's no – Especially, like, for some of the guys, like, that aren't making as much money. Like, there's no shame in sitting them. But it makes it hard when a shitload of guys are making a shitload of money. Like, it's yeah. tough. And I'm like, the Nylander thing, like, I'm seeing people who are like, oh, Brody's contract ends this year. So we can sign Nylander to that extension. I'm like, what are you going to do on the back end? Yeah, I was like, because right now. I'm like, what are you doing on the back end? Who's a defense right now. They have William Lagesson and Simone... I think it's Simone Benoit. Lagesson is
0: not playing tonight. Lagesson is not playing tonight. So it's... They have Giordano, Brody, McKay, Riley... Well, how do you say
1: ben, Benoit? Benoit, yeah. Benoit and
0: Connor Timmons.
1: Oh, they're finally giving Timmons time on the ice. Yes. God. So
0: that's where kind of my problem's been. is just that it's like... it's It seems like... There's just no cohesion. Nah, I think I at some that. point that's going to just – I I think it is going to cause at some point like a feeling of just they're going to just
1: start going through the motions and not like giving 100%. Oh, and at that
0: point, there. you lose your entire team at that point.
1: Yeah, the warning signs are there already. Like I'm – I think the Sheldon Keefe extension was a mistake because I'm like – Even though they won a playoff series last year, I was still in the camp to where, like, I personally thought they should have let him go. Like, I think it's time for a a new – it's been time for a change. Like, last year in the playoffs, especially against the Panthers, he wouldn't adjust to what was working and what wasn't working, and it made him lose the series. Like, even in the series against the Lightning that they won, like, they kind of pulled it out of their ass. They got outplayed in every single game except maybe game two like it's one of those things where i'm like if your guy like your team is built to win convincingly like on offense and they haven't been doing that it's i get marners off to a bad start but it there comes a time when like you need a change in the room because if you wait too long that second wild card spot's going to turn into three spots out of the playoffs very very quickly because the east is a bloodbath this year and it's going to be for years to come. And for reference, I mean I think here are the big things I will say.
0: I think it, the business is going to get weird. The caps are doing well. Yeah. And I don't think they should be. They, I don't know how they look terrible. Sustainable it is. So they look bad and I don't think they're going to do anything. I think the devils will shoot back into a spot and they I think will. the pens, pens sabres and islanders are going to hang around. Yeah. So that makes like pretty tough And then who knows what the Flyers are going to do at this point? Because they've played weird hockey, but like weirdly sustainable hockey. It's weird watching them play. But I do understand because at that point it's like at some point there's going to be a moment where it's like, okay, at this point it's like, when are we going to figure it out? The Panthers shot up and are doing insane. The Bruins are somehow not regressing back to how they were last year, even if – they probably have more losses than last year, but like, I mean, yeah, if you break still the NHL good. record in wins, you're and you're still doing well. I mean, I'd say that's a pretty yeah. good. If uh, you're I still think. sitting at first in your division, that's yeah, I don't think it's too good. much of a regression. Um, the Rangers are, the Red Wings are not. doing well, and the Lightning, ju- I think, just got Vasilevsky back. They did. So it's like you think they're about eight, even, the the bad. even the Sabres, yeah, but they're gonna stick around all year until the very end. And could shoot into a wild card spot. Yeah. So, at some point, I think a change has to be made. And I I don't know what that's going to be. And I hope, for your sake, it, A, comes soon. And, B, it comes with, like, something s- effective. I mean, yeah. there is a guy who just got fired recently who could make you guys, could give you some, jolt, a lead. you say the Minnesota coach? I'm going to smack no, you, but I say it. Fuck. Dean. Everson got fired from the Wild today, Why would or not you... today? The twenty, uh, yesterday, yesterday.
1: So you
0: know Minnesota's past
1: with that coach, right? A little bit, but and not you know hard. Toronto's recent history. Yes. Why in the world would they sign another unachieving coach or an underachieving coach? Because
0: the Wilds organization itself has always been underachieving, so I just don't think. And he... the Leafs
1: aren't. Yeah. Like, you know, I you see got the the Minnesota coach and I'm like, dude, it's the same shit, just a different fucking name.
0: Here's the worst part about that. I just saw it. So, okay, so his record there has been 147, 77, and 27. Yeah. So, I think, given that, I think he's done a very good job. Yeah. And given the fact, especially because the first few years, he was still dealing with the end of Parise, and and that's the biggest thing that's been always killing them is that they've had those contracts weighing on them forever. He didn't inherit that. Yeah, I mean, he didn't sign them. He inherited that. So to take that and still make a lot of success out of that team I think deserves a lot of praise from how he's done, and I think that's yeah. something that they could come in. And I get he's not the same level of, like, like the guy on the screen right now, Rod Brindemore or like Stuff like that. He's not that like high, high top tier level coach. Who can yeah, I cause like crazy amounts of pressure and stuff like that. But what I see from a guy like Dina Evenson, is mm-hmm. somebody who could come in and give belief onto this team. And right now, I think that's what they need more than anything. I I don't know if that's he's doing. I don't know if it's just a point where like the message goes stale. It it does happen at some points.
1: I mean, yeah, like my hesitation on the minnesota guys that like even though he's done really good with minnesota sheldon keith has like one of the best win percentages in toronto maple Leafs history in terms of regular season like they had two of their best regular seasons of all time and i'm like i don't know what needs to change like i don't part of me thinks it's coaching part of me thinks it's personnel like uh tr- i know true living had the right thought in place to bring in the new guys but the ryan reeves signing has looked dog shit it's a it's a
0: standard tree living yeah off season make a bunch of moves that get people interested and then have one move where you sit there and scratch your head like are you all right are you like mentally sane in your head Here's- to make this because it's loot cheat anyway uh oh yeah oh wait no james neal james neal (laughs) who remembers that signing yeah yeah no so all of that like the reason i bring up that is because they fired dean evison when they were they were sitting at 5 10 and 9 i think as of right now they are currently sitting at a record of oh wait no they haven't played a game yet who are you looking for? The Wild. They haven't played a game since the firing. Five, ten, 10 and so, Yeah, the record's still the same. They brought in an immediate
1: downgrade.
0: <laughs> Mr. Shiny Egg himself, Eggman himself. Bald. John Bald. Bald. Hines.
1: Bald.
0: Let me repeat that. They fired a guy who's been doing really good work in Minnesota for John Hines. The same dude who ran New Jersey into the ground with some of the worst scheming I've ever seen. And everywhere he goes, you know what's what's been always a consistent thing? Embarrassing, shambolic defense. He has never gone anywhere and put together a good defense. He turned Nashville into a horrible defensive team. How do you do that? You have Roman Yossi there. And they had Matias Ekholm for the longest time. How do you turn that into a garbage defense? He's horrible at his job. (laughs) my god i just that bothers me so there's certain guys it's like football for me it's like i watch this stuff and it bugs me when i see guys who just they are clearly incompetent at their job Mm -hmm. mark Bergervan. Van, Birdie
1: Boy, Peter Shirelli, Shirelli. Oh yeah, he's pretty bad.
0: Man. Um, who else? Uh, who's the Stan Bowman, the clown of the Blackhawks? He's bad for a different reason. But he's yeah. bad for a multitude of reasons. Bert Van was a part of that too. Yes, so was so Bob Double day off. Yeah, but I list those guys too. They're they're clearly incompetent at their job, and at the same time. They get multiple chances or extensions. And I'm sitting here thinking, how has John Hines got his third job in the NHL? It's like Randy Carlisle. That's a great example. Randy Carlisle. God. Randy Randy Carlisle or Mike Babcock's another good example. But at least he has some minor.
1: Let me see your camera roll. Uh, I want to get to know your family. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> i want to get to know your family uh let me see let me see your camera here but uh, these
0: are the things that are bugging me is because you've talked about it enough with like the issues of culture and all this yeah. stuff it, this this is a prevalent issue in just about any sport actually the only sport that is not bad at doing this is the nba yeah of just not having nepotism the worst sports for nepotism Football, hockey, football and hockey. Football's pretty bad as well. Hockey is probably the worst one. Hockey is the worst for coaches. Yeah, football's the worst for GMs. Yeah, that's true. Football is the absolute worst when it comes to GMs. That's true. They get tossed around the same. All the like the same like forty get tossed around in most places, and half of them like should not be getting work sometimes it just blows my mind watching some of these gms make decisions yeah. but it, it bugs me because the, the wild needed a shake up you have a generational talent on your team a lot of players who are actually pretty talented and you're running to a brick wall i get like who's the other goalie besides Fleury? I because he's been bad for Very a while, well, bad, yeah. Oh, uh, is it um Gustafson? Bill Gustafson. He's been yeah. worse. He's I had the last his two six and two. Yep, yeah. with an eight eighty one save percentage. This guy had like a nine thirty through most of the season. Damn, that's not him. I'm telling you right now, something is not working in Minnesota, and you're and you're bringing in a guy who has been well known to have some of the worst defenses in the NHL. I don't get it. We can also talk about
1: uh flurry since we're on the subject.
0: Might as well throw it out there. So we're on the topic of Marcos Ray flurry, Ladies and gentlemen, we all know um we talked about it earlier. of uh, the NHL doing away with you know, Pride night, theme nights, just any type of like any anything, type of theme night. Fun or charitable fuck that anything that brings brand awareness. Because why that would you do that? <laughs> Why would we do stuff to help promote um, our sport outs, like do brand promotions out? I get there's certain things. Like I think the NBA is a little bit on the extreme end. On the other side of going too far and putting in the promotion stuff out over the game. But that's just my own opinion on that. But hockey is the other end of the extreme of just killing themselves
1: of stupidity and just, I don't. I don't want to say laziness, but like a level of apathy. It's apathy, and like my main issue with hockey right now, it's like, all right, we wanna we wanna hit it off with this like new generation, like our generation, like we're we're Gen Zers, lol, But um, yeah, I know. It's one of those. It's one of those things where it's like, all right, you want to hit it off with like our generation, who's like gonna start being able to spend money because like the first and second round of us are getting out of college, right? That's great. And, like, what normally do people our age like? We like jerseys, right? Like, a lot of people buy sports merchandise for jerseys. We like everything. jerseys. We like
0: shoes. We like hats. But the biggest thing that we always like with all that stuff is why are we buying it? We buy it because we like the people. We support the people yeah. behind it. Obviously, oh, that's that's every fan. Yes, I get it. But there's a lot, yeah. I think especially, and I, don't, I usually don't like tying it with generations, but I think since social media has come around, there's been a level of like, of all like us having brand awareness with certain athletes, certain guys sticking our head. The reason Conor Bernard and Conor McDavid get put out so well is because, yeah, I am aware. I'm aware of the stuff that happened. Externally. Oh, oh, oh! I forgot about that. I You know, my brain instantly forgot about that. I was thinking <laughs> about the brand stuff. That's funny. <laughs> I'm not saying it. We're not talking that about that. That could be a funny blueprint it's staying in that's a funny blooper for the instagram and say (laughs) (laughs) but um not all seriousness though the reason i say this is that the importantness of that is that we have we have brand awareness we have these types of things that are really important to us we care about that level of connection to us and it makes life i think we care about those things yeah so It's it's kind of just use those moments to help promote the game out to people, regardless of who it is or what it
1: is. Yeah, and it's like I I guess we should probably explain what the situation was. It's like my main issue with the NHL with all this is like, especially like with like the special theme nights and everything. Like I know people that specifically went, like people that weren't even interested in hockey. Like I know people that like specifically went to those theme nights, just to experience it. Like, the 90s nights where the Pens were like the throwback jersey. The 90s nights were so good. I mean, the big. 80s yeah. night against the, um... It was... I think was it, was it was the
0: Devils. It, it was, was the yeah. Devils. I was going to say that. It was not the Devils. It was so much fun. I saw, yeah. I saw three different families dress up in Ghostbusters, and that was awesome. Or my my favorite
1: night, Hockey Fights Cancer. Yeah, that one, too. I went to... That was... I remember, I last to year, yeah, that. that was ironically last year's Leafs game. Yeah, um... So there's that one, there's, like, the Friday nights, of course, there's military, military night. nights. like, what else was there? There was, like, Autism Foundation nights, there was, like, a bunch I of stuff. I forgot about that. Yeah, and there was, like, a children's hospital night where, like, um someone who um, got a wish granted from Make-A-Wish designed jerseys for, like, every NHL team during warm-ups, I and just when so they offered them up, it. Off, it went to the children's hospital, but, like, can't do that anymore.
0: And that's the stuff that bugged me. For people wondering, like, what happened, he didn't. Did he get fined? Forget uh, Him and the Minnesota Wild got fined. So, Marc-Andre Andre and
1: Fleury, funny. I forget which game it was. Uh, the last game the Wild played, so I think it's like two nights ago. Let me double check. It was ago. against the Red.
0: Wait, no, because he didn't play that night. It was it's last night he against, played, yeah. Nope, he didn't play against the Az. Was it the Leafs? I think it was the Leafs.
1: It was the Leafs. No, because that game was in Sweden. The Leafs game. Yeah, I was don't think he started game? in the game that he wore it. Let me find it quick. I don't think he started in the game that he wore it, but like I'm don't main... check. So you run that, and I'll find. So the main problem was that uh, Mark Andre Fleury wanted to wear like tribal art on his mask, um, for sort of like Native American tribes or indigenous people, um, tribes. Um, he mainly did it to honor his wife because there was like a family connection there. And he was gonna auction it off after the game to raise money. Um, there was like under the umbrella of like no special theme nights, the NHL chimed in and they're like, Hey, uh, you can't wear uh this during warmups because it goes against like our policy for like the special jerseys and special equipment. And is like, in a press conference, like I'm going to wear it anyways, because like Flurry was willing to take the fine himself, because like he he thought like oh yeah the NHL is fine me, and then to prevent him from wearing the mask further, he goes if you wear the mask, we're fining you and the Minnesota Wild. Um. Long story
0: short, Flurry wore it anyways, which he then he got fined and the team got fined. Yeah. And for reference, I just found out it wasn't a game he actually started in. It was against yeah. the Colorado Avalanche Yeah, on Friday, on Black Friday. Yeah. So it, it, this is what bugs me. Like I said, you're all about wanting to promote the game of hockey. Hey, NHL, do you not know what just happened that destroyed your reputation? It's on the same team with uh, the generational
1: talent who also has now had to deal with some stuff. So, the Blackhawks, just remember, in the eyes of the NHL, wearing a spectral mask to raise money for charity is just as bad as covering up assault allegations from... A decade ago. ago. Keep in mind, same same penalty. Same penalty. Was it really? It's just as bad. Yeah, both were fines. Just as bad. Like, just saying. Also, um, if you... Bet on a um, if you bet like on games, right? If you bet on games and like you get a full uh what was it like 42 game suspension, 41 game suspension? If you bet on games, um 41 game suspension, you know. Um if you what was the other who lost draft picks? Who was the team that lost draft picks? Oh, damn it, who lost picks? I forget who did. Are you talking about
0: well, I'm thinking of one, but I don't think it's because of gambling. I'm thinking the Devils, put
1: shit, who lost draft picks?
0: I was thinking that because of Kovalchuk. No, it wasn't that. I forget who lost. But let you me. You look that up because the thing I was talking about the NHL find the Devils more for whatever the whatever happened with Ilya, Ilya Kovalchuk's contract with them. Than what the Blackhawks? Oh,
1: that's what it was. It was um. So it was. It had to do something with the sense because I was thinking the Shane Pinto incident where he got suspended. But there was another thing where the Senators got a more harsh punishment than the Blackhawks did for covering up the allegations for ten years. So Blackhawks get fined like money, like hit them where it hurts in the wallet. For covering up the allegations, but like they were able to keep their first overall pick that they got like a year, like a year after.
0: Winter's Meanwhile,
1: the Senators, um, with the uh, dadnoff trade, they didn't um, disclose that dadnoff had a uh, no trade clause. Wait, they lost draft picks for that? Yeah, they lost. Um, I think they lost a the first and a second because they didn't disclose it because when they traded him to Vegas. They didn't tell Vegas that he had a uh, modified no move clause, so like he had to submit like a ten team trade list or something like that. I'm starting to believe you when you say the NHL. They're fucking stupid. I'm starting to believe that when it goes down from Gary Bettman to like That's... every GM, like they're that... all fucking dumb. That's bad. Even some of the players are dumb. That's insane. To me. But it's
0: a frustrating, just mess right now with the NHL because. Yeah, you have probably some of the best talent pool you've had since like the days of Winggraf. It's not the best talent pool, probably. Have. Yeah, it's because obviously Crosby and Novakian you know, are still here. Bedard, Bedard Matthews, Matthews McDavid, McDavid, Drysidle,
1: McKinnon, McCarl, um, so many names to mention. Yossi, like players like that, and I'm just like, and then like I said, you got like you said, we got the new
0: generation of guys. Like obviously, McLeod, we got Bedard, Lucas Raymond. He's been a really good player yeah, cider uh, among others. Um,
1: Zegris, Jack Hughes. there's another like really stupid thing that I want to talk about because I thought like I thought something would come out of this terrible situation, but it didn't. um so like we were gonna we were gonna cover this a, like a while ago like when it happened, but like stuff happened in life like we both got busy um so like by now like you guys know like the adam johnson um situation that happened where like unfortunately his neck got cut by a skate and he passed away um yeah really terrible situation like everyone who's played hockey or like really anyone who's played on skates has like that fear in the back of their mind where it's like you know someone falls in front of you and their feet kick up like you never like you never know if it's gonna happen or not um it's truly tragic like i've had the fear of that for like as long as i've been playing like i've I've bought a net guard since it's one of the better decisions i've made yeah um it's mind-boggling to me and like i hate using this situation to like promote something but it's for well-being of players so i think it's well within bounds to do and i feel like enough time has passed where like we're we've been able to honor his memory we've been a- able to give condolences to family um the thing that blows my mind with the nhl is adam johnson was a former nhl player he played for the penguins oh yeah i was going to talk about that
0: for yeah a second because i have a bunch of friends. you know the field i'm working yeah right so I talked with um a few of my friends who work for the Duke. Yeah. I have two of them who work for the Penguins. Uh-huh. friends who work there. And I remember like they like literally that Monday after all that stuff happened, that should be a penalty. Oh yeah, uh, NHL. <laughs> Yeah, same same shit. Yeah, no for those one are you. Yeah. The big fight for the Carolina uh, Philly game. But the reason I brought I brought up the uh like all like my experience with this is that like when i talked with them on that i was like how was like i literally asked like how were you guys doing all right and yeah. they told me they walked in it was the most quiet like somber place and they literally told me you could walk out in the stadium and hear a pin drop yeah on that on that monday yeah and i was like jeez that bad and yeah. it, like it's crazy to think that especially because you really think about it, in the last like season, last like calendar year, we had well, obviously Demar Hamlin. Yeah, that's a very situation. Bates. Yep, and just uh, there was the there was a preseason game. Um, I don't know if you remember this it was, yeah. a, it was Pack Packers Patriots. I remember that. I got a really nasty head injury and almost like somebody thought he could have suffered like brain damage.
1: We witnessed one with uh Traylon Burks a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh my god, yes, that was horrifying. Uh-huh. But what was the other one that was uh... oh the Tua incident, um Thursday night football last yeah, year? That was one of the scariest thing I think. Yeah. Um like,
0: all of that in like a short amount of time. That's not even going like the baseball injuries, like there were some yeah. nasty baseball injuries and like may. at the end of the day it's like
1: you realize very quickly how brutal sports is yeah and with those injuries like with the football injuries that we mentioned like concussions are like terrible terrible thing in the NHL or wow NFL is taking like at least some preventative measures for it like they're trying to i will give the NFL credit even though they are fucking terrible like, I will give them credit for stopping that game when DeMar Hamlin was seriously yeah. injured like that. Because in years past, they wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have, and they were prepared to go back and well, start playing again. The players refused. Everybody always remembers there's a, there's a story everywhere. Uh, I
0: usually don't like to diverge it from hockey too much, but like, yeah, I think about this. There was an old game back in like, oh God, like the. I think it was the 80s was and the late 70s, early again. 70s. Yeah. Um, it was either late. late 70s early 80s I women, say. Died, And yeah. yeah it was an, I think it was an Eagles Lions game I want I think it was an Eagles player He was an Eagles player I know that for yeah. a fact I think it was it no it was, was Eagles, Eagles I think it was Eagles, Eagles Giants, Giants actually and it was right. it a player like died mid game and they kept playing Yep yeah. and I I think nowadays nobody wants like you like I don't care what time frame it is. If you see somebody go through something like that, and you don't see that like immediate like if you don't see at any point like any form of responsiveness or anything like that, it's not you, can't make, you can't make that game. You can't make players go through that. No. You can't make players go
1: through like how do you want to even get the fans back to being interested. I I'm I'm remember you can't. how tough it was. I remember how tough it was to get back like interested, like. Because the Burks thing happened late in the game and I remember like people like it got wasn't silent out nearly a while. as loud as it was before because like it was pretty scary and like with stuff like that like concussions especially like I get both sports are a rough game and like concussions are gonna happen in football and hockey like they're contact sports like you can minimize the risk but, but you're like never a next get life. them to go away and like you're right on there my problem with the NHL. And this is the NHL higher-ups, and this is also the players and the Players Association too, because they're not, like, all scot-free with this. Why in the fuck are they still skating with no face protection and no neck guards? Call me soft all you want. Like, I've, I've heard it. People have called me soft before for this take, but... You mean to tell me this game is better off with the players not being protected? Because, like, oh, it's uncomfortable. Like, yeah, you know what else is uncomfortable? Getting your neck fucking sliced open.
0: Or having stitches
1: plastered across your face. I've gotten cut with escape before, like on this leg, like up here, right? Scary situation. And like, that one wasn't even life threatening. Like, scary situation. There are preventative measures to like, because if someone had that neck guard, like I'm not saying Adam Johnson would survive this, but it would have drastically raised his chances old. of surviving, and like lowered the odds by a lot. Probably his wife would still have a husband, like his parents would still have a son. It's, like it's tragic, and like situation. I hate that it's taken something like this to have this conversation. But, but like this shit should have been dealt with a long time ago. Like for fuck's sake, goalies didn't and, even used to wear masks. And here's the, always the biggest thing I always say, and it's a, it's a sad thing,
0: but it's kind of a true statement. I mm-hmm. think you're gonna agree with me when I say this. yeah. It usually takes bad things happening for
1: things to. Change. You know and what it's going to take in the NHL for the neck guards and the full face cages to be mandated. If somebody has to get their neck slice during a game. Someone's going to die in the NHL. I really hope doesn't. I, I hope it doesn't happen.
0: Of it's going to happen where somebody's going to get their neck slice in like, the NHL, like in like modern times. God forbid, happened, like it's happened like back in the nineties yeah. and like that. But like, I don't think it's happened recently in like the last ten years, at least from what I remember. I don't remember there being a case of it happening in the last ten years. Yeah, but it, it's just gonna. I think all it takes is one of those cases. Yeah, of it happening. If it happens this year, after the stuff that happened with Adam Johnson, ah. oh man, like God,
1: I'm just like God forbid go something a, happens. Like people will go into a frenzy, and like, after hearing that story, yeah, like there are players that have started wearing like neck guards willingly, and that's a good start. And, like, you know, like, I, the players have valid reasoning behind it. But I'm like, guys, like, you're not invincible. You're not. Nobody and, like, is. I get you guys have this culture of playing through injuries and stuff. But, like, it's not worth risking. Like, it's not worth risking your life. Especially, like, you're playing, a, like, a game for a livelihood and because you enjoy it. Like it. You cannot keep doing this. It's unsustainable. No. It's like the NFL not adopting the COVID or not the COVID protocol, like the concussion protocol or like the WWE keep doing like the chair shots to the head and expecting them to not get CTE. Like you have to adapt to how fast the sport is getting and to like newfound research like it's for safety. It's not for like the pads aren't supposed to be comfortable. There wasn't a day in football where I was like, oh, my helmet is so comfortable. I love putting this thing on. Or are these shoulder pads are so comfortable. Like, no. Even in hockey, like, do you think those reinforced skates, like, on your feet are comfortable? No, they're not comfortable. It's got to be, like, tight. Not, like, obviously, you got to have blood flow. It's got to be like, tight. It's, it's got to have, have like that, though. It's got to be tight. It's got to have like solid plating on it. So if a puck hits it, your foot doesn't break instantly. Like you wear the protection for a reason. I don't understand why it's so hard to like put on an extra layer of protection for your neck. It's a vulnerable area. It's why you wear helmets. And like for reference to people, like the boat, like some of the most vulnerable areas are like
0: on your body is like right here, like your wrist, this area. Protected my gloves. Yep. Not protected. Your temple, my helmet, for the most part. Um, like yeah, bad, badness. Like your Achilles, which is like right yeah. down here, and then like here. Your yeah, it's like those five areas are like the most dangerous parts of like they like the bits if they if you get hit by something hard enough in those spots. Yeah, there is almost this much chance that you live through that. There is like literally almost zero chance you live through like that. Like if it hits you in your neck, temple um your wrists where like those main veins are main veins and arteries at yeah. your achilles which also have those main veins and arteries and your chest like if you get hit in those five areas and you don't have any sort of like good protection on you're most likely not surviving that so it's like it's a tough situation to have to ask that but i think and i don't want it getting to a point where it's like it's going to take something bad happening but I, I, I think a lot of times, and it's the act to every sport, that it usually takes bad crap happening yeah. for people to get it. I think it, it and that's the worst bit because it's like we all watch sports, we bet on sports, you know, we go and we talk about sports, we talk about sports right now. It's like they're meant and, to be fun. It, they're meant to be fun, but it's also in the lines of like we treat all these players like you know, they're celebrities, they're untouchable, and almost in the way that They are invincible. They look at these like they're top alpha dogs. And at the same time, it's like when you see stuff that happens to them, it it almost like gives you a jolt. Like, oh, crap. They are real people. Yeah. They're real people just like you and us.
1: You and I. Like, I guess that's the biggest thing that I always I take away from all that. And it's like, especially like from my end, like seeing that I'm like, I've been there before, man. And it's. Yeah. It's scary shit. Like it's I've terrible. been there I've been there before and nobody wants that. It's like I remember having the conversation with like my girlfriend, I remember having it with like a couple of family members and I'm just like, you know, I play this game for fun. It's not supposed to be something that like I'm risking my life for. Like it's it's not worth it. It just really isn't. And like it got to the point where like when people got better and better especially when I was in high school and like growing up like it got scary. Like there was a thought in the back of the head, like I'm glad that youth leagues now and a lot of junior leagues now are like mandating the neck guards, but yeah. it's and it's, it's just, long overdue. I guess to to not
0: end it on like a bummer now. Yeah, I like well, that. Which I'm going to just die inside as Seattle is currently tied with Chicago. Did Bedard score a goal? No, he did not. Ah freaking. Boris Kachuk, Kachuk, is it Kachuk? I don't know. And Jason Dickinson scored. It's two-two. Our oh, is so bad. Boris Kachuk. I have not heard that name in a long. I've time. never heard that name in my life. Anyways, hey, Benier score. Oh, What? What makes life? What? What makes being a Kraken fan so frustrating is that. So currently, our record is eight, nine, and five. That's not good. Okay, I am fully aware of that makes it more frustrating is that we're behind, we're tired of the Flames. Yes. And the Canucks are doing well. I just... Mm, mm. Yes. Ignore the rage. Like, the thing that makes me the most frustrated, the Canucks, the Jets, and the Flames are doing better than us. And I know it sounds bad because they're all Canadian teams, but like, come on, all three of these teams are not projected to be good next this season. Nope. It's been so frustrating, and it's not... It's been a little bit of a down like a little bit of a downturn with the scoring but not really goaltending. The goaltending has been i dead serious, it's possibly one of the worst duos in hockey right now. Yeah. I don't think it's the worst but it's up there in the worst. It's easily in the top 5. Which by like I want to give reference for how awful it has been. Grubauer is our starting goalie. He's 5 and 6 with an 8 85 save percentage. It lets in 3.35 goals against average. Oh, that's our starter. And some of our backups doing eh, not much better. It's Joey Decord, who's three three and five, he has an 8.95 goals against average with 2.99 goal or 8, 8, 8.95 save percentage and a 2.99 2.99 goals against average. Ouch. He has been. They have been brutally bad, and for reference, the reason I say this is because Decor his last game out against Vancouver put up an eight fifteen save percentage, <laughs> five goals. He laid five. It's been it's been aren't out of it completely. Oh, five five like, like we're close enough, yeah. and like it's like I said, the scoring's been fine. Although Baneiras is having a rough. Rough season right now, which is not he scored a nine, yeah. But that's only his fourth goal this season. Yeah, I think I dropped that's that. that's bad for me. You know, he has a plus minus of negative 15. Wow, he's having a rough year. And it's frustrating because Schwartz has been good, Tolvin has been good, McCann's been doing fine. Although I wish the assists would kind of pile up a little more. Everly's been doing decent, Yorkshire has been great. This he's been amazing this season. Yeah. And it's frustrating seeing him struggle as bad as he is because he's so talented. Him and Ty Cartier has had, have had their fair share of struggles, and that's a bit worrying. Yeah, there are a lot of worrying things. And I think that's, like, those two things I'm not as worried about because I think they'll figure it out with time. They're both pretty young. The goaltending is concerning. I don't know how they fix it. Hit in the draft, or hope to God someone becomes a free agent. But the issue. Like, they need an issue now. Like, they need to solve this issue now because they can oh, deal with Rubauer after this season. They need to trade for somebody. a trade. But Rube. the issue is who? Uh,
1: I would say the Coyotes, but is garbage now. I was gonna say, like, I would have asked. I'm not gonna swing for Connor Ingram. No. I would have asked Vegas a little bit ago, but I don't think they're willing to play that game anymore. I oh, don't know. Vegas would never give us anything, they hate us. Yeah, was, Vegas hates us and we hate them. We will never trade with them. I was gonna say, like, I would have asked Vegas a while ago. Um, I don't know, who asked, but not a lot of teams have like an abundance of goalies, like maybe you one
0: name cost you a lot. Star is gonna cost us too much. And the Predators aren't going to give up like that, most yeah. likely. Not without like giving up a stupid amount. So the name I was thinking of is I don't want to say it. Uh, He's on the Sharks. and it's just-
1: Oh, no. That's going to make it worse. Are you going to say Mackenzie Blackwood? Yes, no, that's yes. going to make it worse, man. That's a 9.03% with the Sharks. Yeah, and your defense isn't that much better. It's decently better. It's a little, but like... Yeah, to be fair, Will has been really bad this year. I was going to say, like, if you... Will great, been horrible this year. It's That's like, if you have, like, a pile of boogers on a plate and you put icing on top of it, it's still boogers. The first couple bites will taste good because it'll taste like frosting. But once you get to that foundation, it's still boogers. Yeah, because Adam Lars is still here. Yeah, number one.
0: No, it's been frustrating because, um, well, let's run through the quick reasons of why the defense has been bad. Adam Larson's still here. Will Morgan's uh, been garbage. And uh, Brian Dumoulin, I did not like that signing when I first saw it, and I still hate it. He stinks. Yeah. Like, true. when they're tempted to play Jacob Magna in more, <laughs> that's all I need to hear. When they're, temp- they're tempted – They've kept them on the roster and they've not started him yet. Like right. that's all I need to know. It's just
1: freaking yeah. awful. So also we gotta wrap we gotta wrap the episode up because we're being summoned to a meeting. We are. Yeah, it's 9:30. Wow. It's time for the cold time. All right. Um thank you guys for tuning in. Uh sorry it's been a while. Um I don't know how long it's going to be until our next one. It might be a week. It might be. we will keep you updated. Weeks.
0: I don't know. We'll see. But um, it I'll came see. with circ- specific circumstances
1: tonight, but we're glad that we yeah. could get it out with you guys. All right, we will try to get back on the schedule. I promise. Yeah. we will attempt yeah. Next semester should be a little bit easier. It should so be easier so for both
0: of, the of us. Be for, for the most part. I got one required class for next semester, so with that out of the way. Thank you all for watching Pond Hockey. Make sure to follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple um, Music, literally yeah, everywhere, and then, literally, all, and all and our other socials of
1: Instagram and, and Twitter. Twitter x twitter uh it's, yeah. it's like it's like heinz it's while you guys are at looking up uh, what happened with the bedard Ben uh, thing uh make sure to hug your follow boss. us as well oh for god's sake
0: without the way oh, i'm Nick. you
1: motherfucker
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, that's jimmy, jimmy. I'm all right we're signing off so, see you later guys have a good one